search methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods podcast of the Management Center Innsbruck. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. In this episode of the mini-series on discrete choice experiment, we talk about how you can use different online tools in order to run your discrete choice experiment. And I'm going to talk with, about only one tool. This is the Qualtrics, because I, I'm using Qualtrics. But there are also other tools. I'm going to give you two options on how you can do it. And the first option will be applicable almost to any tool in the previous episode, we talked about how you can create a different combinations of your product. And after we created these combinations, I tried to uh, run it with the Qualtrics, but when I tried to find this option, the option was not available anymore because they put it into the options you have to pay for additionally. And I asked them, what, what is the price? And the price was a kind of unacceptable because the price was for three experiments uh, higher than three budgets of our doctoral students. And probably it is good for big companies which are ready to pay for this, but not for researchers. And we need to find a way out of this. And we found a pretty simple way out of this. So we created in PowerPoint just two tables. And one table was called Project 1. The second table was called Project 2. And we entered the attributes and the level just in these tables that we had at the end, like two products, like two one-column tables which showed different aspects of the product and we called them the product one and product two and then we went to Qualtrics and you can make a simple multiple choice question where the person has to select between the option one or option two and instead of the question we entered the picture you can just upload the picture we saved each table from PowerPoint as a picture and we entered it to the into Qualtrics and it means that at the end you see the picture with text. Mostly participants will not even know that it is just a picture and they have to go for one of the options proposed. You can also try to enter it as a text into Qualtrics, but actually if you introduce the table to something like this, it looks pretty weird. I don't know why, but the formatting is an issue. If you use pictures, you don't have problems with formatting. You can use any color you want, any design you want, and then it is fine. But you have a different issue. Qualtrics is usually mobile phone friendly. It means most of the questions you can answer both from your smartphone and from your computer. If you use pictures, then it gets hard to look at them from your smartphone because they will be too small. And if it was the text, then Qualtrics would make it bigger and would try to fit it on your smartphone, but it doesn't work with pictures. That's why if you do something like this, you have to ask your participants to answer your experiment only from the tablet or only from the computer, so it should be a big screen. You can also try to do it with different types of formatting and maybe it will work. So this is the simplest option, and as you see, you can use any tool you want to run the discrutious experiment this way. You have already the combinations, you just make from these combinations kind of visual products using, for example, PowerPoint. You save this visualization as pictures and upload the pictures as, as the question, and then you decide, or as question options or answer options, and the participants has to decide what option they take. The next 
option is much more clever. This is using the plugin, uh, which is called the SDT Self-Development Tool Conjoined. And it's freely available um, and you can download it and create your own discrete choice experiment. And at the end, it will offer you two things. The first one, it will be the HTML files, uh, the number of HTML files, because depending on how many attributes and levels you have, it will create automatically number of decision options in the HTML format. The second thing this program creates is a PHP file. This PHP file has all the options you added and it randomly picks an attribute and randomly picks a level and creates from them a product. It just offers you a number of variables uh, which contain randomly picked attributes, randomly picked level. Then if you go to Qualtrics, you have two things to do now. The first one, you can import the question from the HTML and HTML is already formatted and formatted very well. That's why it's much better than the previous solution because you can really approach it using your smartphone, using your tablet, using the computer with a big screen. It doesn't really matter. It is the text and the text will be adapted and it's why it is really cool. The second thing is a bit more complex. You can go to your Qualtrics and you can enter external source of data. It's called the piped data. You enter the external source, you upload the PHP file somewhere on one of the servers, ask your university to offer you some space on the server where you can upload your PHP file. It just should have a patch and PHP. And you show Qualtrics that the data should be taken from this file and you just show the path towards this file. Now there's a trick which they always forget to tell you. You have to move the added element, the web element, to the top of your web flow, of your survey flow. Otherwise, uh, the information will be imported only after all questions are answered. And this is not a crack. We need this information before because we need this information for the questions. Actually, that's it, because at the end, the, the, the HTML data you import already contains the link to the piped text. And piped text means that Qualtrics takes, takes some text from an external file, and you can import this data from the external file into your questions. So the PHP file is generating the decision options for your discrete choice experiment, and Qualtrics is taking these options and importing them into the questions, at the end, the user will see the real products which he or she has to compare and decide what, which of these products he or she is going to take. What else is interesting is that the data is also correctly saved, so you have all the options saved in a nice SPSS file which Qualtrics is offering, and I, I really love it. Then you have all the data which you don't have to recode. Remember, the first option I told you is the making pictures. It means at the end, you will just only know what kind of answers, what kind of pictures was preferred. It means for each picture, you have to introduce all your attributes and all your levels manually into your SPSS file, which is kind of a lot of work. But the good thing, of course, is that you can do it with any software, not only with Qualtrics. And if you don't have this nice plugin, this SDT conjoined plugin for Qualtrics, you can do it just manually using pictures or using just simple text. I hope it helped you. I hope you know now how you can design your discrete choice experiment and how you can upload it and how you can let users go through it. In the next episodes, we're going to talk about how to analyze a discrete choice experiment. I thank you very much for being with us, listening to the podcast. 
don't forget to rate us wherever you listen to this podcast and don't forget to write a comment. It doesn't matter. You can find us on the website mci4research.podbean.com. Thank you and have a nice day.